The Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. All right, subscribe to Sirius XM's Best Package. All access and get your first six months for 50 bucks. Fees and taxes apply. See offers details at uh, SiriusXM.com slash scouting. Chalooch, it's yeah. our, one of our favorite times of the week. Oh, we got Bruce Gradkowski, and we're playing Glory Days uh, to uh, uh, celebrate his glory. Yes, his glory days, <laughs> our glory days. Uh, well, you know, it, offensive line didn't have that many glory yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. But hey, 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 Brucey, what do you think of Joe Burrows? Man, you guys got me all fired up playing the boss in the morning. Get me all hyped up. I might, I might have to get another workout in with you two. Hey, 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 hey Brucey, I was listening to you uh, last night, uh, yesterday, uh, on uh, uh, Sirius. Yeah, on Sirius. And uh, yeah, yeah. My, uh, my child. What, what, what was that song? The My Child or uh, My. Were you playing I'm music? What? We, we always jam. You know, I always right. gotta, Yeah. You, I'll tell you what. We need to play more Bruce Springsteen. Yes. Because uh, that always gets me fired. Every Friday when I come on with you guys, I'm like, man, I forget about the boss. I yeah. just right. play him during my workout. Yeah. Right. The, this child of mine. That You know, you, you yeah. this child of mine, and you said... Uh, uh, you, better, you you said, uh, let's uh, play it louder. <laughs> yes. Turn that, turn that baby up. So yeah. anytime you play the boss for me, turn it up. But I, I'll tell you who's a boss, man, is that guy down in Cincy. Tell us about him. Joe, Joey Burrow. Um, look, you know, we know how Aaron Rodgers has been playing, right? He's our top PFF uh, passer. But I'll talk about the intermediate range, 10 to 19 yards. Aaron Rodgers is first. Guess who's second? Bill Burrow, 92.1 grade. Yeah. So the guy, I mean, he's playing well. I mean, he the, the thing I like about him more so than just uh, stats is um, it's just his moxie, what he brings in that huddle, knowing he has a chance, they have a chance every time he steps in the huddle. You look at the Bengals, man, they're, they're really in every game. They're competitive. Um, of course, as any young quarterback, he still has some things he has to work on and improve and sharpen up. He tends to look at the rush at times too much, but uh, overall, man, he's just uh, he's just an impressive young quarterback because what he's doing right now. Because I I put it like this: I mean, he's operating legit concepts in in a system. He's I mean, he's an empty formation. He's understand how he's protected. So what they're doing over there in Cincy is cool because he's gaining so much experience this year. I know they want to win more, but it's going to pay off in the long run. Let me ask you this, Bruce. When you say sometimes he looks at the rush too much, do you not think that that line gives him a reason to look at the rush a little too much? <laughs> hey, you're right, brother. I mean, you know, when you get hit that much or when you take that many sacks, you do. You have a tendency to, to glance and make sure, yeah. oh, my gosh, they're not, you know, they're, why is that D tackle creeping in already and stuff like that? But you know, there there is some plays. Don't put it all on the offensive line. You know, there's some plays that True. if Burrow anticipates and gets to his second progression faster, he might get it there. If he kind of, you you know what I mean? Like so, he's going through his progressions. But at times, I think when he's at the first receiver and then he feels pressure, he looks at that pressure instead of taking that time and just to get to number two and boom, get the ball out of your hand. Mm-hmm. Now you might take a hit. 
but you're getting the ball out of your hand. I mean, Burrow, for us at PFF, he has 28 sacks this year, so he's tied with Daniel Jones with the second most. Carson Wentz is first. So he's taking a lot of sacks, and it's not on, all on Burrow, but it's also not all on the offensive line. So the thing that has me intrigued about this week is the last time – or Burrow's worst game of the season was in week five against the Ravens. And the Ravens blitz a lot, right? And the Steelers have a high percentage of blitzes. So I have a a feeling if Pittsburgh can get after him, mix coverages up, mix blitzes up, they could confuse him, and this should be a good game for the Steelers. You know, one of the things that uh, I would be concerned if I was was, uh, uh, Joe Burrows, you know, I I go back to the Baltimore game, and and again, uh, when you leave Calais Campbell on (laughs) – free run at your quarterback you have a tackle and a and a tight end on a wall left they pick up uh, Marlon Humphrey blitzing off the corner and the left guard and center pick up the nose tackle and the backside <laughs> backer and you leave six foot eight 300 pound Calais Campbell from a three uh, a five technique run free on Joe Burrows I'm sitting there going that's a line that needs to have a little better communication there that's a problem <laughs> well absolutely and that's a good point because a lot of times when you see offensive lines, uh, you know, giving up pressure or sacks, you just think automatically, oh, they're not good. They need to upgrade. They need to get this guy in free agency. They need to get that guy. But I just remember when I was with the Steelers, the biggest thing Mike Tomlin did going into year two with the Steelers in 2014 when I was there is hired Mike Munchak. Mm-hmm. We didn't replace the offensive line. We replaced offensive line coach. And now the communication was better and clearer. Guys understood their job, understood the footwork, understood who they were blocking and protecting on each and every snap. And that's the biggest thing. You guys know how it is. Playing up front, there has to be communication yeah. all across the board. Whether you're going to the wrong person or not, as long as you're all on the same page, right? and then the quarterback can understand that. You know, uh, you know the uh, Brucey, uh, they have a lot of uh, – substitutes uh, and second uh, teamers. Uh, you know, Alex Redman is the only first teamer there. Uh, Billy Price is starting for center. Michael Jordan uh, uh, is uh, is out. And uh, Quinn Spain is uh, uh, playing for him. And Fred Johnson is playing for Bobby Hart. And uh, uh, Hakeem uh, Adenai G. Uh, is starting a left tackle. Although for Jonah, Jonah Williams Jonah. may be back, we yeah. don't know yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so when you have that, you know, that many guys, you know, moving around and injuries and younger guys playing, it is. It's the communication. It's getting on the same page. Having the same group of five week in and week out helps. Uh, so I think the Steelers look. The Steelers don't have to like blitz per se as much. I mean, I would try to get five on five, right? So if you're bringing one extra guy, yeah, right, one on one matchups, and then you let, then you let T.J. Watt do his thing, Cam Hayward do his thing. You know, the, those guys, you know, can wreak a lot of havoc without really bringing a lot of like defensive back blitzes. So I, I'm interested to see how they play. I'm also I'm, I am very interested and intrigued how Burrow plays because I was with Andy Doan his first few years and no one ever young quarterbacks never really play well against the Steelers mm-hmm. so I kind of want to see because Burrow is different so I'm kind of anxious to see how he plays yeah absolutely now Bruce I got to ask you something uh, some quarterbacks apparently feel better with a, a bigger 
slot receiver. Some say they'd like a smaller, faster one they can get up the field. What What do you think about, like, for instance, Tyler Boyd? He's 6'2", 203. That's a good-sized slot receiver. What was your preference? Well, you know, I kind of liked them both, but those bigger bodies are nice. Yeah, I was going to say, no, wait a minute. You can't go halfway and say, I like them both. You, you know, well, I, I, I learned from this morning. I was on NFL radio every Friday, 7 to 10 a.m. with Solomon Wilcox. We have a show, and he asked me the same thing. He's like, would you rather a receiver that gets great separation is wide open or a guy that's really good at contested catches? And I was like, well, I want them both. And he's like, you got to pick one. <laughs> you, you, know, you know us quarterbacks. We're, yeah. uh, we're, we're, we're spoiled. We, we want them all. We're high maintenance. But, but I'll tell you what, I think that big body down the middle middle helps. Look at, look at Juju Smith, right? right. I mean – how Ben can rely on him on third down. It's going to be tight coverage. It's going to be, you know, uh, tight windows. You could trust him one-on-one to go up and make a play on a linebacker down the middle of the field. So, you know, it does help to have that, that big body. But I'll tell you what, you actually do really need that quick twitch in there at times because you have to separate. You have to work against the linebacker. If a, if a corner comes in to play you man-to-man in the slot, you have to be quick enough to separate. So, it's tough, but I'll tell you what, it just depends on the situation. But I think I like how the Steelers do it now with you doing the, you know, where he can move around, mm-hmm. he can play outside, he can play inside. I mean, that's the best of both worlds. Auden Tate is 6'5", 230, uh, buddy. And he and he is uh, a pass catcher in T. Higgins, 6'4", 216. And uh, he's uh, he's – Got a good, uh, good routes, good hands, and uh, nice catches uh, all over the field. Don't forget AJ Green; he's yeah. in that class too. Yeah, AJ Clay. Well, well, and and that's what's yeah, that's what's crazy is you know we tend to forget about AJ Green. You yeah. know, Tyler Boyd, T. T. Higgins is playing well this year. Um, you know, so he does. Joe Burrow has weapons. You know, he has weapons. It's 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 how he spins the ball around. I think Zach Taylor does a good job with that offense. But you're right. You can't sleep on A.J. Green. I, I just remember, you know, trivia question. You guys probably know this one. I don't know. I'm going to put the pressure on you, but who threw A.J. Green his first touchdown pass? Is Andy that you? Da- Andy Dalton. You, you. Is that you, Bruce? <laughs> trying to get, you're trying to play both sides. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh. Andy Dalton. No, you. <laughs> you know, that touche. That was nicely played, Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> did you did you throw did. did you throw him the first touchdown pass? I did. It was cool. It was week week one or week two. We're playing the Browns in Cleveland. Andy Dalton takes a hit on his arm and he can't play the second half, so I play. And we had this hurry-up play where it was called bonsai. So I just called bonsai in the huddle. The minute guys hear bonsai, everyone sprints out of the huddle, gets lined up. I'm in the shotgun. The center looks to his left, looks to his right, and snaps it. I don't say one word. And I catch the ball, and I just lofted it to A.J. Green on a go route. We caught Cleveland uh, still in their huddle, sleeping. So I kind of cheated on it, but I, I, hey, I'm going to own it. I threw AJ Green his first touchdown pass. No, uh, own it. Absolutely, I don't care if you right, cheat. That's, yeah. You know what we used to say back in the day: if you ain't cheating, you ain't competing. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I like that. Yeah, you but just you take every advantage you can, brother. Yeah, oh, we, we're proud of you. <laughs> Absolutely, the, the first touchdown pass to AJ Green. Excellent. Uh, yeah, thanks, guys. We always used to say. Honestly, in, in the huddle with, when Jay Gruden was our offensive coordinator over there in Cincy, 
he told Andy Dalton, he's like, if AJ has two defenders on him downfield, just throw it up. Because really? AJ has the yeah. AJ has the best hand-eye coordination, best ball skills I've been around. Uh, wow. So it's, it's pretty remarkable. I mean, the guy can juggle like four or five tennis balls at a time. Really? Man, that's yeah, pretty cool. Have you ever tried to juggle nugget. anything over two? <laughs> I, I, I said, three. Can you? Now, see, I I, I get that. I, I go three, one, two, and then a third, and then everything falls apart. <laughs> all, you're, all you're juggling is Permani brother sandwiches well, and Pizza Fury's pizza, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and the thing about it is, I'm good at it, brother. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, a little different. For that. What do you it. what do you see defensively speaking from these bungles? You know, I, I just think the Steelers can really, you know, going into this game, if I'm, you know, coaching the offense, I'm like, look, we got to focus on what we could control. Let's focus on being efficient, executing our offense, get the running game going, spread the ball around. I think Ben's been doing an awesome job this year, getting the ball out of his hands quick and fast and decisive. And they just have to keep doing that, you know. And then when your time comes, you take a shot downfield. I mean, I think the weapons they have with Chase Claypool, uh, we talked about Juju, Deontay Johnson. They have every kind of uh, a physical type guy you want uh, as a as a receiver, as a tight end, as a running back. So spread the ball around, but just worry, worry about what you can control. Be up tempo, push 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 the limit. Don't let them dictate the tempo of, of how we call plays or how we move. So. I think if that's the case, the series should be fine. Geno Atkins has not played well. Uh, but Carl Lawson, uh, Carl Lawson's got three and a half sacks. That He's leading their sa- leading their team right. in sacks. Uh, but Geno Atkins. Uh, he's not uh, played that much. He's been he, injured. He's been injured. Yeah. Yeah, and he's been injured, like, what, the last few years or so. So yeah. it's just tough because I was with Geno Atkins, really tough, dominant tough player. You figure he was the one we talked about the most inside as an inside guy until right. Aaron Donald came around. Yeah. So it's just unfortunate he's faced some injuries and stuff like that. But I, you know, I don't know if there's really one guy that Sears have to worry about as much as you know, you know, don't turn the ball over, don't make foolish penalties, don't don't have foolish penalties, and just just execute your offense. Bruce, we got less than a minute. The Steelers have totaled rushing uh, what 188 over the last three games. Does that concern you at all as you go into uh, taking on the Bengals? No, not really. I actually think this is the game that could kind of push the limit and get and establish the run and get that rhythm and feel tight back. It would be a good game for them to be physical and, and establish the run, get that confidence back, get that offense line happy and energized again and be able to run the football. So I think that would be a good plan this week. All right, uh, uh, Brucey, we're we love you, buddy. Appreciate Take care. you, brother. God bless you, and uh, we we uh, we always appreciate you going Coming in the, in the locker, locker room. No doubt about it, brother. Man, love you guys. Have a good weekend. All love right. you, bro. Take All care. Right. Take care. Well, we're gonna take a break. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room, and we'll be back with more stuff. 